It is Thursday, November 14th, District Championship Eve, my favorite time of the football season. It is time to preview some of the games for Friday night. I look forward to this weekend all year long. This is the one weekend that I love because you've played these teams before in the regular season, and now you have to play them again. And since you're playing them in the district championship, that means that you are the two best teams in your district. And, man, we have some great matchups uh, from Somerset at LCA, Corbin's at Wayne, Southwestern's at Whitley County. There is a great slate tonight, and if I could, I wish all these games were recorded on TV. I know they can't because of KHSAA rules, but man, I wish they were on TV. I'm going to be updating my Twitter all night long tomorrow night because every single one of these games could go either way. Um, even even some of the spreads that, or even some of the games like Boyle and Lexington Catholic. I mean, I made Boyle a favorite, but but it's not crazy to think Lexington Catholic could win that game. Man, we've got a great great slate for you today, and we're just going to get started here. Um, we're going to start in the two A. Section we've only had last week our only two teams in two A met in the first round and Somerset beat Danville so Somerset's playing at Lexington Christian Academy Lexington Christian Academy I made a two point favorite I set the over under at sixty six and a half the last time these two teams played it was thirty five thirty six LCA made two field goals and Somerset's kicker missed an extra point um, so at the end of the game. LCA was down one and ended up going for two and getting it and at the at the very end of the game and now this is time for Somerset's revenge. In that game, their quarterback Sharon had 10 completions for 274 yards. That's 27 yards of completion for two touchdowns and uh, Grundy had three receptions for 89 yards and one touchdown and the big thing here was their kicker missed the PAT now I'm not saying that that would have uh, changed LCA's mind but if you don't miss that PAT it's 36-36 and you're going to overtime for LCA their quarterback Jaden Barnhart had eight completions for 111 yards and two touchdowns he also had 19 rushes for 72 yards um, Xavier Brown, the other running back, had 19 rushes for 130 yards and one touchdown. And this game is going to be a classic, classic game. I mean, you're, if this could be any better than the regular season game, I'll be shocked. Because the regular season game was hard to top. Neither team uh, got to a very big lead. LCA, of course, went for, it at t- went for two at the end and got it. Um, so I... And Somerset's playing without Alex Miller. They played without him against LCA. Uh, I think if Somerset had him, they would actually be a pretty good, decent uh, favorite here. But I believe the winner of this game is going to go to the state championship. I think the only game, the only team in the state for 2A that can compete with either one of these teams is Mayfield, and they will not see them until the other, uh, until the state championship game. Um, if, if I'm Somerset here, and obviously my strategy, strategies are going to come from 12th region teams because those are the ones I kind of favor. Um, if I'm Somerset here, I just stack the box. I put seven or eight in the box because just those two, uh, just the quarterback and running back, uh, 
Barnhart and Brown alone had 27 rushes. If I'm Somerset here, I stack the box and I make them throw it. Make them throw it because they're not going to want to throw it. Okay, Jaden only had eight completions. Um, I put my cornerbacks on the wide receivers or tight end, and I let Grundy just police everywhere. Uh, Grundy actually, I think, had an interception in this game last time they played. So I expect Somerset, if Somerset's going to stop them from running, they need to just stack the box. And with that, my pick is Somerset plus two, because I think Somerset's going to win outright. But I had to make LCA the favorite because they won in the regular season. Now, they won by one, so two is a little tricky number. But I had to make Somerset uh, an underdog here. And I I actually choose Somerset plus two. And in the over-under is 66.5. I'm going to take the under, mostly because in the state – in the state playoffs, uh, when you have two really good teams, they're either going to score 80 to 90 points or that's going to be a daggone drag out. And I expect this one to be a daggone drag out because these two teams play each other in regular season. They know each other's strengths and weaknesses. You don't think these coaches – I mean, these coaches are coaching to go to the state championship game right here. I know there's I, – I know they still have to play the regional championship and state semis, and they could get upset, whoever whoever it is that might, that might be. But there is no reason that these coaches should not have planned for this game. You, Somerset knew they were going to play this game. LCA knew they were going to be in this same position. So I expect the under to hit here as well. Let's go to 3A. We've got Rock Castle at Bell County. Bell County is a 22-point favorite. The over-under is 55-and-a-half. The last time these two teams played, the final score was not very close at all, 39-6 to Bell County. But if you look at Rockcastle, ever since that game, they have played some of their best football. I don't know what kicked in. I don't know why they decided to click at this, at this moment. Uh, but the second that Bell County beat them, they went on like a five-game tear. I think I think they're on a five-game win streak or six-game win streak right now, and it's all because of Noah Parkey. Noah Parkey is running the ball. He's passing the ball. He has 827, 825 passing yards, 1,097 rushing yards, and 22 touchdowns in the season. This guy is trying to lay out his life on the line for the Rockets. And not only on the offensive side are they doing good, the defense is rolling. They have they are holding teams to just two or three touchdowns max. Uh, in some cases, not even letting other teams score. So I made Bell County a 22-point favorite, and they won by 33 in the regular season. But I made them just 22 points because I think, I think Rockcastle can actually hold them not to, not to fewer points than what they're normal to, but I also think Rockcastle can score some points to cover that spread. I think they'll score more than six. Bell County, you've got their uh, quarterback, L- London Stephanie, who's got 2,000 yards combined of, of rushing and passing. He's kind of he's kind of in the Noah Parkey category. Noah Parkey's got 1,900 yards combined. Um, and then, but what Bell County has that Rockcastle doesn't necessarily have is a, is a secondary star. And uh, Brandon Baker's been hard to stop all season. Bell County also. Uh, also, their defense has been stellar. They have. There is no reason why uh, Bell County should not cover here. I actually do like them to cover twenty-two. Um, no, all they all they have to do is shut down Noah Parkey. If you can shut down Noah Parkey, you're going to win with ease. And Bell County has been putting up 30, 40, 50, 60 points on teams all season long. Now, granted. Uh, they are one of the best teams in 3A, and some of the Eastern Kentucky teams they've played are not necessarily going to go far in the playoffs. But at the same time, 
you still play to win the game. And I like Bell County to cover here, minus 22. I also like... I also like the over here, 56 or more points. I love that pick because I think Bell County scores 40-something points, somewhere 42, 45, 48. But I also think Rockcastle does score a little bit. Uh, and and the Bell County games owe me one because if, Cor- if Garrett would have just scored anything last week, I would have won that pick. But uh, I think Rock, I think Bell's going to let Rockcastle score a little bit. I think not, I, don't, I don't think they'll stop Noah Parkey, but I think he'll be able to get into the end zone once or twice. Uh, and so I think that final score is going to be somewhere forty something to maybe twenty or fifteen, and uh, that that'll get uh, that'll get the total over fifty six. So I'll, I like Bell minus twenty two to cover, and I like fifty six or more points scored. Next, we'll go to four A. 4A, we've got actually two different teams playing. Uh, in 3A, we've only got Rock. In 2A, we've got Somerset. In 4A, we've actually got two different games going on. First, we'll start with Corbin at Wayne. Wayne pulled off the amazing comeback uh, just a couple weeks ago. They were down. They had to. They scored late. They had to get the onside kick or the game was over, and they did. Then they marched it down and kicked a field goal with basically no time left on the clock. Uh, to to squeak out the victory, eighteen to sixteen tonight or the for Friday night, I actually have Wayne County as a three point favorite only because they're the home team. If Corbin was the home team here, I would make Corbin a three point favorite. Now Wayne still would have covered last game if I would have done that, uh, but I, and I made the over under forty seven and a half. The last few times these two teams have played, and I know they haven't played much recently, but when they did. Either Corbin blew out Wayne or Wayne would blow out Corbin. It was very rare to see a close game. Um, so I made it 47 and a half, mostly because I don't think either team is going to get into the 20s here. Or if one, if they do, I think one team will and the other won't. Um, Corbin's defense is absolutely stellar. They held Sloan, and I know this sounds weird because Sloan had 38 rushes for 207 yards and one touchdown. But Sloan is is used to getting three, four, five hundred yards and four, five, six touchdowns. Um, so he actually had he didn't have an off game. Corbin just did a really good job of shutting him down and making Brody Weaver play quarterback. Weaver has actually gotten better as the season has went on. Uh, towards the beginning of the season, it was just handoff and short throws, but now uh, once they got into district play, he's starting to play a little bit better and he's starting to feel a little bit more comfortable. Last time these two teams played, he had 10 completions for 166 yards and a touchdown. And of course the big thing here was the kicker because without the kicker they wouldn't have the they wouldn't have scored at the very end. Uh, Patrick Radia was 2 for 2 for the night, none bigger than that one at the very end. Um, but for Corbin, they don't really have an all-around good offense, which is uh, which is kind of crazy for them because they're usually known for tough defense and a pretty explosive offense at times. Um, quarterback play was not super stellar. However, they didn't have a wide receiver, Jacob Steely. He had four uh, receptions for 149 yards and one touchdown. Just to give you, just to give you all kind of what that means, he had uh, every time he caught the ball, he went an average of about 35 to 40 yards. So, uh, as long as they can shut him down on defense, I, I believe that they'll do a, a good job on him. And as long as they shut him down, I think that they will uh, do do okay. But this game is going to come down to one thing, and that one thing is Wayne County's defense. Um, and 
and Corbin's defense. Both both sides' defense have, have been pretty well, played pretty well all season. However, and it pains me to say this because Wayne is a 12th region team, I'm actually going to take Corbin here plus three. Now, that still gives Wayne an opportunity to win by one or two. But I, I like Corbin plus three here. Uh, I think they're still mad about uh, what happened to them a couple weeks ago because they deserved to win that game. The, Wayne just got, and I hate to, hate to use the word luck, but so, well, a high school football team recovering an onside kick can be considered pretty lucky. Uh, but I think Corbin here covers. I don't know if they win or not. I think this game is going to come down to the very end just like it was last time. Uh, actually, I think this game could go two ways. Either Corbin wins very handedly by a touchdown, two touchdowns, or three touchdowns, or Wayne wins it very close. I don't know if Wayne can, can blow out Corbin because of Corbin's defense. And Wayne's defense has been a little suspect here the last three or four weeks. They've given up a lot of points to Lincoln and North Laurel, uh, teams that have no business scoring that many points on one of the best teams in 4A. So uh, Corbin plus three, and I still like them to score under 47.5. So I picked 47 or less there because these two teams are just going to play a really good defense. And like I said, Corbin plus three, uh, I don't know if they'll actually even win. I just picked the plus three because I, if it's close, you can't you can't really lose that pick unless obviously one of the teams is up four. So I like Corbin plus three and forty seven or less. Next, the other four A matchup we have is Lexington Catholic at Boyle County. This was an absolute gunfire show. Only, really only by one team, and that was Boyle County. They won uh, – I don't have the score written down. They won 64-28, to 28, I believe. Um, yeah, 64-28. They were, that's 92 points in a high school football game combined. And it's not necessarily that, that defenses didn't show up. These two teams have some high-potent offenses. Lexington Catholic's Bo Allen is a U.K. signee. Boyle County's got a receiver going to West Virginia, and Reed Lanter is doing his thing. For this game, I have Boyle as a 13-point favorite. They ended up winning by like 30 or 40 in the regular season. Um, and I set the over-under at 79 and a half. Um, so that means that both teams kind of – one team could score in the 40s and one in the 30s. I still think it's going to be a very high-scoring game only because Boyle put up 60-something points last week. I think I'm Bur- – uh, whoever they played last week – I'm drawing a blank right now. Whoever they, whoever they played last week, they put up a – Huge number. I want to. I want to say bourbon, but that's not right. Um, but whoever whoever Boyle played, they won sixty something to fourteen. It wasn't even close. Um, and Lexington Catholic is okay. Uh, they're, they're. I mean, obviously they're really good with all their talent. But Boyle is just on a different level for this class. Uh, I think. It, I think Boyle could compete in six A. Honestly, five A not necessarily a tough division. They have two or three good, really really good teams. Uh, but I think Boyle could still match up with him pretty well. When, whenever these two teams met in the regular season, Reed Lanter was 24 of 28 for 494 yards and five touchdowns, and he actually rushed for a touchdown as well. I don't know what the high school passer rating is uh, for a perfect passer rating, passer rating or what a QBR rating is for uh, high school quarterbacks, but I, I would argue that Reed Lanter was right up there. 494 yards and six total touchdowns. That's pretty dang good. Uh, Reese Smith, the West Virginia commit, had eight receptions, 275 yards and three touchdowns. He also had a rush for 38 yards and a touchdown, so he had four touchdowns on the night. 
for Lexington Catholic, Bo Allen, the UK commit, had 19 completions for 308 yards and two touchdowns. He also rushed for a touchdown. Jackson Corbett had seven, uh, I think it's seven receptions, yeah, for 184 yards and two touchdowns. Blake Busson had five receptions, 129 yards, and touchdowns. So these two quarterbacks are going to have an absolute show. And if you want to go to a game that's just going to score a lot of points, this is the one to go to. Uh, I don't know in the state if there's going to be a better high-scoring game than this one. Not saying that the score is going to be necessarily close because I, I made Boyle a 13-point favorite. However, this is going to be a very high-scoring game on both sides. Um, I like Boyle minus 13 here. Uh, I still like them to win, and I, I still like the over. You, you're telling me that both these teams aren't going to score at least 40 points. Now, I know Lexington Catholic only scored 28, um, but once again, just like the Somerset issue, you've played these teams before in the regular season, and you should know each other's strengths and, strengths and weaknesses, and I don't know if either team is going to actually stop the other one this time. Um, so it, it could be an absolute, absolute uh, gunfire of a show, and I'm excited to see what that final score is. I'm going to be following some Danville people on Twitter so that I can so I can keep up with it because I'm sure this is going to be a very high scoring affair. Boyle minus 13 uh, and 80 points or more. Also, one thing to think about: Reese Smith is still coming back from an injury, so he the go-to receiver is not going to be there as well as he was in the regular season. So. That not that minus thirteen might come into play with his injury, um, so yeah, there, there's there's that game. Next, we'll go to five A in the five A division. We have another two teams from our our uh, regional teams. First, we got Madison Southern at East Jessamine. East Jessamine, one of my favorite teams to even follow on Twitter and and follow them along through the season. I made East Jessamine an 18-point favorite, and I made the over-under at 68.5. When these two teams met in the regular season, the final score was 49-35 to East Jessamine. Uh, that was a lot of points. That was 86, 84 points total scored. Uh, Tanner McCollin, McCollin and Dylan Moore and Valdon Miles all had over 100 yards rushing for 413 yards total for the team. The team only attempted five passes, and if you know anything about East Jessamine this year, they do not pass it. In fact, in the district first round last week, they didn't even attempt a single pass. They just went ahead and killed uh, their opponent, uh, just running all over them. For Madison Southern, last time these two teams met, Tobias Storm, the quarterback, is actually not too shabby. He had six completions for 182 yards and one touchdown. He also had 15 rushes, 87 yards, and two touchdowns. Now, this is a team that can beat East Jessamine. you got to have a dual-threat quarterback. Tobias Storm averaged 30 yards of completion. He also averaged about uh, six or seven yards on the, on the ground every time. And four of those completions was to Walt Smith, who had four – uh, four catches for 119 yards and one touchdown. So Madison Southern is the picture-perfect team here to beat East Jessman, Okay, They have a quarterback that can throw and that can run. East Jessman plays teams all year that don't necessarily have that threat. They usually know exactly what you're going to do whenever the ball is snapped. Um, so I do like East Jessman. I still like them here to cover. Okay, I, I, th- I, th- I think, I yeah, I like East Jessman here. Um, and I can't remember... If I picked the over or the under, and I will actually tell you 
here shortly. Uh, I would assume I picked the over because I like these teams to score a lot of points like they did in the regular season. Uh, okay, let's go, let's go very bottom. Yeah, 69 or more. Um, so I do expect them to light up the scoreboard again. East Jessman, very well disciplined. However, giving up 35 points to a district foe is, is not very – uh, is not very good when it comes to this time of the year. Uh, so I, I still like East Jessamyn to win. I still like him to cover. Uh, it, it, it would shock me if the under hit here, honestly. So I like East Jessamyn minus 18. I like the over. Finally, the last game of Friday night. This game will probably not be on Twitter much. And I'm not even going to bring up any stats because I've got some bragging to do on Southwestern. Now, they may let me down Friday night. And that's fine because they're playing with house money right now. Southwestern is traveling to Whitley County. Whitley's an eight-point favorite. And I set the over-under at a laughable, historically low 33.5 points. Mostly because Southwestern has not given up much points the last four or five weeks. It's actually been incredible. Their defense has picked up so so much better in the second half of the season. Uh, in Whitley County, again, a 13th region team. That If they are anything like the 13th region basketball teams, you know they're physical, they're tough. Um, they actually pulled an upset last week. I was expecting North Laurel to actually win that game uh, because of their quarterback. However, Whitley pulled off the upset. I think they only won by one. And um, so, I, like I said, I'm not going to bring up any stats because this is all going to be about defense. Last time these two teams played, it was 14 to nothing. And Southwestern was still figuring out how to even put the ball in the end zone. And so, and, but that, that show that Southwestern held them to four, held Whitley to 14 points, um, I think that was one of the nights it was a complete downpour, too. So it, it, that just that plays into a factor. It's going to be cold, but it's also not going to be very sloppy. So it just depends which team shows up. Um, I don't see Whitley County covering here. I picked Southwestern plus eight, mostly because of the defense. I don't think Southwestern is going to get beat by more than a touchdown here. I'd be shocked if they did. And I also picked the under 33.5. This game is not going to be in the 20s, ladies and gentlemen. This is going to be another 14-7, 14-10, 17-10, out, just bruising. This is going to be your typical SEC old school game. This is not going to be uh, where you throw it around like the like the Big 12 does today or like LSU is doing right now in the SEC. No. This is going to be an absolute grind it. This is going to be painful to watch at times. You're going to be like, oh my gosh, why can't we get two yards? This is going to be an absolutely unbelievably low scoring game. So I like Southwestern plus eight, and I like the under 33 and a half here. So like I said, the district championship game is my favorite time of the year. This is where the best teams meet each other. Yes, you are, you may play a regional championship team you play in the regular season, but odds are you're not because all the regions are spread out everywhere through Kentucky. But these are like your brother's. Uh, these are like the brothers you hate because you, you play them all the time. You, they're like family. Okay, well, no, not call them brothers. Let's just call them cousins. You see them once or twice a year, and you just hate them. You just want to beat their brains out. This is, this is your time. So with that being said, here's what I like. Somerset plus two. Bell minus 22. Corbin plus three. Lexington, oh, sorry, Boyle minus 13. And 
uh, East Jessamine minus 18, Southwestern plus 8. This is going to be a dandy of a game. If I were you all, I would look at where those Twitter accounts are that are follow these teams because there's going to be a lot of points scored in most of these games. But, th- but more, more importantly, they're just going to be great games. This is going to be unbelievable football Friday night, ladies and gentlemen. Please, it, it, and if you're listening to this and your team is already out, go to one of these games. You will not regret it. There is not a bad game here unless you're going to Bell County because nobody wants to go to Bell County. But other than that, all these games are going to be great games. East Chessman, Madison Southern, I mean, they scored 84 points in the regular season. Southwestern Whitley, uh, 14-0 in the regular season. Corbin and Wayne came down to a field goal at the end of the game. Somerset, LCA, came down to a two-point conversion with a couple minutes left. I mean, if, if these games mirror anything of their regular season, they're going to be absolutely insane to watch, and I can't wait to see what's going on uh, Friday night. To, to wrap up, I'm going to talk a little bit about the UK basketball game uh, Friday night, or I'm sorry, Tuesday night. Um, this was an absolute uh, shocker to me. I didn't know that Evansville was even D1. I thought Evansville was a D2 team. Walter McCarty, in case you didn't know, uh, played at UK. I don't know how you wouldn't have noticed because of all the uh, attention he got and how every commercial they showed or highlight of him at UK in 96 and 97. So, um, but hey, I, I did, it, it bothered me for a little bit, but there was never a point in the game I thought we were going to lose. That, that, that's why it was so shocking for me. I only thought we were going to lose when Maxi missed the buzzer beater because UK doesn't lose that kind of game. Um, I ranked this game worse than the Gardner-Webb game, and I think it's, as far as upsets, it's, I think it's worse than the Virginia-UMBC game, uh, the one versus 16. And guys, I, I hate to say it, but Virginia with Ralph Sampson lost to, I think it was Chaminade, uh, a team out of Alaska in the 80s when, when Virginia was a, like a super powerhouse team. They actually lost to Chaminade. I think this is only one step above that. I think that's the worst upset or the best upset ever. I think Evansville and Kentucky is the second biggest upset in college basketball history. The history behind UK, the pedigree, the stool that we are on, and Evansville comes in and beats us at home. It's not like we went to Evansville. It's not, it's not like UK went to Evansville and played and got destroyed. No, they got manhandled on their own court. I just don't understand how any of that played out. I never thought for one second we were going to lose that game because we're UK. But it just shows you. It just shows you that just because you have a number one beside your name, that means nothing to these teams. It actually motivates them even more. I think it hurts us a little bit in recruiting, not not necessarily with the recruits that we have, but maybe future recruits. Um, I got the cat's paws in front of me. And uh, EJ Montgomery's on the front, and man, not having him actually did kill us. Uh, Nick Richards gave us zilch, and uh, Sestina just couldn't guard any of the guards, and he just got beat off the dribble. It was just an absolute disaster of a game. But the only way uh, from here is up, so that's good. It can't get any worse than this. So uh, next time they play, I think, is next Tuesday. 
I guess they'll have to bounce back there. And and people blaming Coach Cal, I hate to tell you all this, Coach Cal cannot make the players motivated. That they have to be self motivated. Okay? They have to they're they're D1 athletes who are some of the best in the nation. They came to UK because they're some of the best in the nation. Cal did not make them turn it over. Cal did not help them miss shots. Okay, Cal did absolutely nothing wrong. I don't I don't understand why people keep bashing him. Of course, he takes all the credit or he, he takes all the blame when when they do stuff like this. But there's no reason to blame him because the players just didn't show up. And, and that's not on Cal. Cal took him through the walkthrough and did everything normal like he normally does. Um, but uh, it's just it was mind-boggling. The only way is up from here, and I just don't know what to do or, or what to think about them. But I still think they're one of the best teams in the nation. But there's only like there, there's like ten teams that can win the tournament as of right now, and obviously Evansville is one of them. So um, I think UK goes up from here. Obviously, UK plays Vandy this Saturday. Uh, UK plays Vandy at three thirty, and I expect I expect them to win that game. They they need to win that game to get bowl eligible. So this last week and a half or so of UK sports has been a little up and down because of all the losses we've had. So I I, I don't really know what to think of it. Uh, that we need the Vanderbilt win as a, as a as a college to lift us back up. If if we lose to Vanderbilt, our season's done. And honestly, it's going to leak on over to basketball season as well. Uh, but that'll do it for us tonight. Friday night, once again, go to a football game. It's going to be cold. Layer up. Have fun. You, you, there's not a bad game on the slate unless you go all the way to Bell County where, where you have to climb mountains and fight tigers to get there. But of the other five games, you all have got to go. It's going to be too much fun. It's going to, have, it's, it's going to be too awesome to not go. Uh, so once again, I'm 12th Region Spreads. Shout out to the people I met today um, for the first time that said that they recognized my voice from the podcast and, and that they were talking about their picks. But kudos to you all for, for sharing uh, the, the, the good stuff and sharing with your friends because uh, w- w- without you all, none of this would be possible. So shout out to you all. Hopefully you all do very well Friday night. And hopefully your team does well Friday night. I'm obviously for... Uh, personally, I'm for all the 12th region teams. That doesn't mean I pick them to win because let's say I – obviously we're not gambling. But let's say you had a million dollars, okay? Are you going to tell me that you you would put a million dollars on Rock to beat Bell or Rock to cover 22 points? No, you would obviously pick Bell, okay? Um, I, I'm making these picks as if there's a million dollars on the line. However, I will be rooting my heart out for every single one of the 12th region teams uh, because I want them to go far in, in the playoffs. Uh, I, I expect them to go pretty far. Uh, some of these teams go all the way to the championship. So uh, without further ado, though, I hope your team does well Friday night. Go out support somebody. Go out and support any team. Um, if, if, if you're already out of the playoffs, go support or just go watch. You don't even have to support. Just go watch and appreciate good football Friday night. Uh, I'm 12th Region Spreads. So, so long, and we will talk later. Obviously, uh, we have the game going on, so p- be sure to fill those out. Uh, Sunday afternoon, we, we will record a uh, podcast reviewing the games and release that either Sunday night or Monday Uh, I expect some awesome, awesome football. So good luck to you. Good luck to your team. Stay warm Friday night, and we'll talk to you later.